Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. I'm Bill, joined by Fro. How you doing, Fro? Hello. One day late, because it's my fault, you see. Well, I wasn't going to blame you, but okay, we'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was my fault, so... <laughs> eh, you know. Mm. Uh, so... This show this week probably won't be as long as normal because we don't really have a lot to talk about, but uh, we do have things to discuss. Okay. So it won't be a boring show for those okay. that were curious. Um, of course, we got to start by talking about the uh, sad news this week, the passing of the Iron Sheik. Yeah. Um, the age of 81. Yeah, that was sad. Uh, one of the uh, old ones that I have also, like, heard of. Uh, yeah, I've even, I think I even seen a match or four of his or uh, once or twice. Yeah, I mean, he, you could kind of tell towards the end, like, his body was starting to break down. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, this guy was a legit athlete. Like, he was a legit tough guy. Like, at one point in his life, he was a bodyguard for the the Ayatollah. Not, not the Ayatollah, but an Ayatollah when he was living in Iran. And then um, he competed... In the 68 Summer Olympics and Greco-Roman mm -hmm. Wrestling. Then he moved to the U.S. and started his career as a professional wrestler. And, I, I mean, there's so many things you could say that he was famous for. Uh, beating Backlund for the title. Losing the title to Hulk, uh, to Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. um, the, the feud with Sergeant Slaughter the the drugs you know so many things either positive or negative that you can say that he's famous for but uh even if you weren't a wrestling fan you knew who iron sheik was oh yeah, definitely yeah um of course he got famous with twitter uh howard stern show mm. You know, he was very well known. Um, and, you know, he was one of those larger-than-life personalities. Oh, definitely, yeah. And part of that I think you could see, there's a documentary um, about his life mm. called The Sheik. Mm-hmm which is a good documentary i've seen it um i am i i think it's uh, uh one of the best documentaries in the wrestling that's a valid argument there yeah it really is um i mean he's just one of those guys that if you weren't into wrestling you have heard of him, you've seen him somewhere, somehow, and, you know, a lot of people felt his loss, you know, felt his mm. death, and, um, 
just an amazing individual. Like his story is just amazing as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so my, I, I know Fro will be with me when I say this, our thoughts go out to his entire family, his friends, um, truly one of the, one of the great, um, you know, heels of all time. And I actually, before we, uh, wrap up talking about the Iron Sheik, the other day, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I watched this interview, and, I, and I'd never seen this interview. This was for uh, a house show in Philadelphia. And this was a couple days before he drops the title to Hogan. So the interviewer, this is in Philadelphia. The interviewer starts the interview with, you know, I've you know, been coming to the Spectrum. That was the arena they were going to be in, the Philadelphia Spectrum for a long time and what I saw tonight was just beyond rude there were some fans who would not allow this man talking about Iron Cheek out of his car so he could get into the arena <laughs> and I'm like oh my god I mean that's like the perfect definition of like heel heat mm. is if you know, you hate a guy so much that you won't even let him out of his car. Mm -hmm. That's just insane. It is insane. So I have a question for you. Did you watch uh, Impacts Against All Odds? No, but that's a good transition because I was very surprised in a happy way to hear mm. that Alex Shelley won the world title. Very, very happy about, about that, yeah. Uh, I watched it. Uh, I recommend it. It's, uh, I, I think, I think uh, it was one of their best shows in quite uh, a while. Uh, I also think it was very, very good that uh, Chris uh, Sabin won the X Division Championship. Uh, that was very. Uh, that's the ninth time. Ninth time, yeah, yeah. So they have some something in him. I love him. He's he's very good. You know what? Here's the thing with Alex Shelley is he is a kind of guy who is just so good in the ring. Mm. You know that you could put him against anybody, and and honestly. I'm going to be honest, for I didn't even know about the card, with the exception of one match, mm. which was the, it was, I forgot what the name of it was, but it was like, it started as an eight-man tag. And, oh, yeah, yes. Uh, and then the team would face it a four-way with the rocks. winner getting, yeah. That was the only thing I knew about that show. Uh, yeah, uh... You had uh, Carlin King uh, defeating Neva. That was okay. Uh, then Sam Callahan came out. Uh, that was fun. Uh, then you had the main show, uh, Eddie Edwards uh, against uh, Frankie Kasarian. Mm -hmm. Very good match. Uh, with uh, uh, Kasarian winning with a very like sneaky roll-up was very, very fun. 
Uh, Impact Tag Team Championship, ABC uh, versus The Good Hands. Uh, that was an okay match, I guess. Uh, then you had the World, yeah, uh, World Tag, Tag Team, yeah, that's what I said. Um, then you had a dog collar match uh, between two women. Mm. Uh, Killer, uh, Killer Kelly against uh, Masha Slamovich. Oh. Slamovich, that's her last name, yeah. Very uh, cool. Uh, Masha wins. Uh, very, uh, I like her. She's she's fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, Trey McQuell against Chris Sabian, like we talked about. And that was it, yeah. Was it? No, it was some other matches, wasn't it? Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, then you had... Eight for one match. That's what what, uh, yeah. what it was called. Yeah. Uh, and that was for the number one contender. Uh, that was a hell of a match uh, with uh, Nick Aldis winning. Uh, then you had Trinity versus and Diana Prosa against Gisela Suo and Sonara Evans, uh, with Trinity and Diana Prosa winning very easily. Uh, then you had an Ohio Street fight. <laughs> Such a stupid match. Uh, it was the design and OVE uh, and OVE winning. And uh, Steve Mac. Uh, is it McLean? Mac McLean? Macklin. Macklin. Yeah. Against Alex Schaller and Alex Schelling winning. Like you said. See, the, the thing that surprises me is that, you know, I think Macklin just won the belt like a yeah. month and a half ago. One and a half months ago, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy Alex Shelley won. Oh, yeah, me too. But, it, but it's like the other guy just had the title. Like, he just won it. So. I, th I, th I think it's kind of sad that a lot of people are like sleeping on impact uh, i get it because of their their uh, their past yeah but uh yeah no they are definitely um uh one of the uh, the companies that is growing the most because holy moly AEW has had problems they have um i mean yeah, the, the Wembley show is still a big deal, but yeah, they haven't yeah. been drawing as well. Uh, the ticket sales for Collision haven't been going as no. much as they'd like, even with the Punk announcement, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, everybody hits their ups and downs, like we've said, and, and I think mm. as far as ticket sales go right now, it's kind of a down period for AEW, but... You know, it, it'll remain to be seen where things go with the company, so. Uh, did you watch SmackDown? I caught the end of it. Okay. Which seems to be the think? best, which seems to be the best time to catch SmackDown. <laughs> that is true, yeah. What did you think about uh, uh, Miss I Never Win the Title? Uh, oh, Okay. So, for those who don't because know... Because I, I, I think this is stupid. <laughs> okay, so for those who don't know, on Friday, they announced 
that they were going to introduce a new title. Mm -hmm. And this is to replace the Raw Women's title because we have a SmackDown wrestler holding the Raw Women's title. Because, you know, that, that mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. So they introduce the WWE Women's Championship to Asuka. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she gets the belt. And then, because, you know, we need Charlotte Flair back. Charlotte comes out, and it's like, I want the next shot. Well, why is it that every time she leaves and she comes back, she gets the title or shot? Why does that happen every single fucking time? It is so annoying. Uh, but here's the thing, because I did read the results. Bianca Belair was promised a title shot as well. Yep. And Charlotte just cuts the front of the line. Yep. So if, you know, yep. if they wanted to turn Bianca heel. Yep. I was just thinking that. But, and the title match isn't for like three weeks. So they've, they've, so. they've got time to yeah. build it up. Um... I d oh man, I just hope they don't take the belt off of Oscar to put it on Charlotte. Do you know what? It would not surprise me. It wouldn't with me either. I mean, look, Charlotte is a tremendous athlete. We we've all yeah. said that. But WWE, come on. Oscar yeah. just got the belt back. Let her have a run with it, for God's sakes. Just let her have a run. Nope. I know. Uh, so to go back to the end of SmackDown uh, with the with the Usos situation, I thought that mm, was done so really well. Yeah. Um, Theory was a good pawn for this mm. episode. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Us, you got to make a decision. Are you going to stay with mm -hmm. your brother, or are you going to get all be with the Bloodline? And mm -hmm. he and he doesn't make a decision at the end. Which I think was the best call because you don't want to, you know, have it be done right away. You kind of want to build it up because I think what will happen, it hasn't been officially announced, but what I think will happen is we're going to get Jimmy Uso and Roman at Money in the Bank. Uh, yeah, that's what I am thinking as well. And then Jay can make his decision there. Yeah. It's the, the only thing that concerns me is if, you know, Jimmy and Jay will be allowed in to England because of, you know, their DUI history, which is a thing because mm. they're, they can't, they're not allowed in Canada you know, even though they did get that 24-hour exemption thing. So, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I also want to say something about uh, the qualifying matches they are doing at the moment. All right. I think I think both of the men's and uh, women's money in the bank qualifying matches have been amazing. Like, really. I think they have booked it... Really good with good endings and very good storytelling. 
So I'm I'm looking more and more forward uh, to Money in the Bank because of the matches they have had on TV. I will tell you one thing. Mm. I like the diversity as far as fresh talent in both yep. matches. Because yep. I'm looking at .com right now. The men have Ricochet, LA Knight, Santos Escobar, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Butch. Mm. That's a good group right there. They're probably going to get a couple more to go in. The yep. women... The women, Becky Lynch, Zelina Vega, EO Sky, Zoe Stark, and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Again, it's fresh. Yeah. I I very much like it. So I think what Hunter is doing as far as giving you know a lot of new guys an opportunity, mm. it, it's showing right now. It was going to take a while, but it's showing. So, it'll be interesting to see who, you know, joins the field on both ends. Um, we have some uh, out-of-the-ring news, some good news. Uh, we talked about last week Sammy Guevara and Ty Mello announcing that they are going to have a baby. Uh, mm -hmm. They announced on Friday the gender of their baby, mm -hmm. and it will be a baby girl. Nice. And they have already come up with the name of the baby. Mm -hmm. The name of the baby, when she is born, will be Luna Mello Guevara. Oh. That's a that's that's a good name. So congratulations to Sammy and Ty on their pending, you know, birth of their first child. Mm -hmm. And uh, normally I, I would play the funeral march, but since uh, Iron Sheik passed away this week, I'm going to respectfully not do that for this next part. But uh, Emma is now engaged to Madcap Moss. Mm. They posted that on social media this past week. So, congratulations to the both of them. Absolutely. Uh, we have movie news. Because, you know, if we have anything wrestling related in its movies, we do talk about it. Uh, there's going to be a movie on the life of Mildred Burke who was the first female wrestling star in the business. Uh, the filming is going to begin this Monday, and it's going to go through at least July. Uh, the title right now is called Queen of the Ring, based on the true story of Mildred Millie Burke. Uh, this movie is written and directed by Ash Avild Avildsen, who did no cover. Uh, the movie's going to star Emily Bet Ricards from Arrow, who was Felicity Smoke. Uh, she's mm -hmm. going to she's going to play the title character. Nice. Um, and I she's do a I do have some of the other people that are going to be in this movie. Okay. We have Francesca Eastwood, who uh, was recently in the movie Old. 
she will be portraying Mae Young. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I wonder how drunk Francesca Eastwood has to be for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have Marie Avgaropoulos. She will be playing Leona Babe Gordon in that. Uh, she's in the, or she was in The 100. Mm -hmm. uh, Charlotte Flair's going to be in this movie. She's going to yep. be playing June Byers. Mm -hmm. uh, Josh Lucas is going to be playing Billy Wolf, the promoter and husband of Mildred Burke. Uh, Josh Lucas has been in other movies such as The Hulk, The Forever Purge, and American Psycho, yeah. among others. He's really good. Uh, Deborah Ann Wool, Karen from Daredevil. She will play Gladys Killam Gillum. Mm -hmm. uh, Kelly Berglund, who plays Crystal on the TV show Heels. She will be playing Alabama bombshell Nell Stewart. Martin Cove from Cobra Kai will be portraying uh, promoter Al Hoff, or Hal Haft, pardon me. Uh, Walton Goggins will portray promoter Jack Pfeffer. And uh, Liv Morgan is going to be playing Clara Mortensen, a star from the 30s and 40s who later went into Hollywood. Cool. The film is said to be budgeted in the $5 million area. Uh, the film is currently seeing, or seeking extras to appear as fans during film shoots in Louisville. So okay. if you want to be in the movie, uh, there is a way to get to it. So Yeah, move to Louisville, I guess. Yeah, for a few weeks, and yeah. you could be a part of a movie. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, now to this last piece, and this is one that I kind of have been looking forward to talk to you about because the G1 Climax is right around the corner. It is really around the corner, yeah. Uh, July 15th is mm -hmm. when the tournament begins. I believe, and I could be wrong, I believe this is the biggest field they've ever had for the G1. It's huge, yeah. So what they are doing, they have 32 wrestlers competing this mm -hmm. year. So we're going to have four blocks with eight wrestlers in it. Um, the top two in each group, after the round robin is done, will then advance into a single elimination tournament at that point until there is a winner with the finale being on the 13th of August. Yeah, is that the longest they have had? Uh, almost. Hmm. So, we're not going to go through all the matches because that'll take us forever. Yeah, please don't. Uh, <laughs> I will, however... Mention the blocks. Who's in each okay. block? Okay. So the A block is Sonata, the current IWGP champion, mm -hmm. Chase Owens, Hikaleo, Ren Narita, Shota Umino, Yota Tuji, Gabe Kidd, 
and Kaito Kiyomiya, who is from Pro Wrestling Noah. Okay. Since, because when I first saw it, and I was like, oh my god, only one's going to advance. And then when it's like, oh, only two are going to advance. It made me feel a little better. Mm -hmm. I think this is the easiest one to predict as far as, for me, mm, pardon me, which two will advance. Uh, I think it's going to be Sonata and Kiyomiya who advance out of the A block. Okay. Uh, okay, now we go to block B. We have Okada, Yoshihashi, Taichi, Kenta, Great Okan, Will Ospreay, Tongaloa, and El Phantasmo. Okay. Uh... I'm going to say Okada and Osprey both advance out of that group. That's going to be my pick. That sounds like a safe bet, yeah. Then we get to block C. This is going to be a fun block. We have David Finley, Tomohiro Ishii, Evil, Tama Tonga, Shingo Takaji, Aaron Hanare, Eddie Kingston, and Mikey Nichols. Hmm. I am so happy for Eddie Kingston getting this opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I hope Evil will be in the final. I love Evil. I'm going to say... I think it's going to be David... Looking at this list, I think it's going to be David Finley and Shingo that come out of that mm. group. Okay. And the final block... The D block, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tetsuya Naito, Hiroki Goto, Zack Sabre Jr., Toru Yano, Jeff Cobb, Shane Haste, and Alex Coughlin. Hmm. There's like three people I could see coming out of that group, and only hmm. one is not going to. <laughs> uh... I'm going to guess it'll be Naito and Saber, I think, are going to be the two to come out of that group. Okay. And then the finals. Oh, gosh, the finals. Well, I'll spray against Evil. Thanks. That's a possibility. That is. I want that. I want that. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go because of Kiyomiya being in it. I'm going to say it's going to be Kiyomiya and Naito in the finals with Naito winning the tournament. Mm. Yeah, why not? Anything is possible. That's the, that's the beauty of the G1 for those that have never watched it, is you could get any combination and it could work. It really could work out. And we'll keep you guys updated when the tournament begins, uh, July 15th, and we'll give you updates uh, you know, to the standings and where everybody is week to week. Uh, 
this is a pretty, like we said, this is probably size-wise the biggest tournament they've ever had. I mean, G1 is always fun. It is. Because sometimes you get the best matches of the year out of this tournament. Oh, definitely. Uh, oh, gosh. I, there's at least like two from last year that I still remember. Mm -hmm. uh, did you hear that Young Rock got cancelled? I did! Uh, that yeah. was kind of surprising because I'd always yeah. heard good things about it. I, As someone that has never watched the show, I cannot say anything about it, but yeah. I, th I thought it was kind of surprising because, like, it looked like s something they were into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, it was going good as well. And mm -hmm. I, I thought, okay, they'll give it a fourth season, and in that way it'll go through syndication. Yeah. Um, But now it's, well, we don't need it anymore, so... That was kind of surprising yeah. news. Yeah, I I also think it was kind of surprising. Uh, I have heard some rumors about uh, possible uh, matches for uh, uh, Forbidden Door. Well, we already know the two. Uh, what else yeah. you got? Uh, but yeah, um, Punk and Kenta. I have heard that. Yeah. I would be very open for that. Oh my gosh, that they should make I mean, that. They go should to make sleep. Yes, <laughs> make it a go to sleep match. The first person yeah. to hit the go to sleep wins. That's what it should be. I I I definitely hope that uh, that would be a match to do. Now that I can, I'm kind of curious at this point what mm. the rest of the card is going to be because the show yeah. is two weeks away yeah and uh, not many matches uh, are announced i i wonder if it's like a new japan decision or a w decision we'll but have to wait and see it's so tight like, yeah tight yeah yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I personally think it's a tiny bit weird. Uh, I think, I, I mean, there have been like other speculation that another promotion could possibly bring, be a part of AEW. Mm -hmm. Um, so stardom, uh is the the thing that they are talking about uh and uh they think maybe that tony storm uh have been like a person that has like been uh that would go against uh stardom talent okay i'd, I'd pay to see that yeah but uh yeah no uh i don't know i uh I uh, I am a little tiny bit curious why it's taking so much uh, time for them to fill up that card. Right. Um. Hmm. Perps. Um. Gunther yesterday hit hmm. an important milestone. He has held 
the Intercontinental title now for a year. Yesterday marked the one-year anniversary of him holding the Intercontinental title. Mm -hmm. So his next pass, as far as the Intercontinental title, is Randy Savage at 414 days. After that, he will pass Pedro Morales, and then we could start talking about the Honky Tonk Man record. Hmm. So he is less than 100 days away from passing all three and having the longest reign as Intercontinental Champion. Hmm. I have a question for you. Do you think Adam Cole will take the title away from him, Jeff? <sighs> I don't think so. I mean, me personally think that would be the correct thing to do because of how terribly they have booked him in AEW. Like, literally. I think probably Adam Cole's turnover to AEW has been one of the worst in AEW history. The only, the only reason why I say no is because of my concern for Adam Cole's health. Mm. Because if he gets another concussion and is out as long as he was... The last time, you know, then you're kind of screwed with your world title. Because we already sure. went through that last summer, and, you know, they don't need to go through that again. Do you think there will be a title change before they start the storyline of MJF maybe leaving the company? No, I, I think they're going to keep the belt on him. Until close to the very end. Okay. How close? Mm. Two, three months? Do they do a um, punk storyline where he leaves the company with the title? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I would say no as well. But it will be very interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. I think, personally, Adam Cole needs it more than I'm Jeff. So I right. kind of hope that Adam Cole wins it, to be honest. Right. We'll see on Thursday. Yeah, because that Wednesday. is... Well, that's an eliminator match. Thursday? No, Wednesday. Because that, that match is an eliminator match. Mm -hmm. So if Cole wins... That he gets a title shot. Yeah. So we'll have to see how that goes. Do you think he wins that match? I think he will win that match. Okay. Cheating I, or clean or what? Probably clean. Okay. So. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, on that note, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, let's get to our... Normal plugs, Fro, what did you and Luke talk about this week on Another Digital Citizen? 
Well, uh, it wasn't only me and Luke. Uh, we had Trip there as well. Because we were celebrating our 400th show. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, so we had a tournament that we do every 100th show. Uh, that is the best title of the show tournament for the last 100th show. And uh, you can find out who won that tournament by listening to another digital season. Pew, pew, do that. Pew, pew, pew. 100. 400. Pew, pew, pew. Pew. All that right. means 400 weeks of podcasting in a row. Jesus Christ. Oh, my Shoo. God. Mm-hmm. So much Not podcast. one single week holiday. Right. Think of that. Think of that. Well, uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, send an email. Wrestlingman at thatwrestlingshow.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter, Wrestling Show 11. Follow us on Instagram, That Wrestling Show. And join our Facebook group, That Wrestling Show fan group, where we have over 500 members in our Facebook group. So you can talk about anything wrestling, past or present. Now, to uh, plug our friends and other podcasts you guys should check out. Starting with the guys at OVP, Michael Quinn, Joe Morata. Uh, they've had a busy few weeks. Uh, they have another episode of the 85 Canon as they watch Championship Wrestling. November 9th, 1985 is up now. And on their Patreon, they came out on Wednesday, it was, with uh, another a Canon Plus as they watch the Wrestling Classic that is on OVP. Are you down with me? Yeah, I'm OVP. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Check out... That's uh, such, a, such a silly joke. I know. Uh, yeah. Check out Greetings from Allentown and GFA Live with Peter and Keithy as they watch Superstars from no, or January 14th, 1989. That is on Greetings from Allentown. Juice Pro Wrestling uh, this week, they rock out to a brand new single from the band Pink Machines. Plus, they discuss more details on the Fight Forever game play. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? What did you think about that? Have you seen gameplay? I've seen pictures. It looks, it looks so cartoonish. Oh, we're going to have to wait and see how it comes out. Do you know out. what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that WWE game they had some years ago where you could fight like in 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 a ring surrounded by crocodiles and things like that. Oh, Slam... Not Slam City, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's what it reminded me of. Anyway. Yeah. I don't think it will be good. Well, we'll have to wait and see. We will. Yep. Uh, Luke Jennings and the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast. Another episode of Memphis Wrestling... March 26th, 1983 is the episode that he watches this week on the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. If you're looking for non-wrestling-related podcasts, check out Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, as this week they finish their interview with animation producer Josh Pilch as they discuss the Amish sketchbook scene in the Weird Movie and so much more. That is on David Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Also, check out Acid Wash Memories, where the guys discuss Street Fighter 2. Big game, Street Fighter 2. They discuss that. One, 
one of my favorite games of all time. Check it out on Acid Watch Memories. Plus, mm -hmm. uh, check out Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts Season 4 just started. So check it out. The first two episodes are now up. Uh, it's a fun, it's going to be a fun season as the first two episodes are all about Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. Uh, check out Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast where I watch and review each and every South Park episode. This week, I reviewed the season 20 episode, Skank Hunt. So check that out. And How long is it until you're caught up? I think a year. Okay. Yeah, I'm very close. Like if wow. I if I do if I did my math right, by the end of this year I will finish season twenty two. Okay. And then, are you up for doing a special show then? At some point we can do a special. Yeah, I think we should do our least and favorite episodes of South Park. Oh Top wow! Five. Top, Top five, five least. Yeah. Least and favorite episodes of South Park. Oh, that'd be a fun special. That mm -hmm. would be a fun special. And speaking of special, finally check out the DK and Bill Wrestling Podcast, where this week I had the extreme honor and pleasure of interviewing the one and the only Barry Horowitz. That's right. Wow. Me and Barry Horowitz. It is a fun interview, a fantastic interview. Check How did it out. That happen? Uh, I'll tell you off air. Okay. Uh, check it out on the DK and Bill Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. Uh, so I was, going, I was going to make a very dirty joke there, but I'm not going to do that. But on bumps. Mm -hmm. Okay. So next week there is no episode. Uh, I will be no episode. No I will be, episode. <laughs> I will be. I will be away uh, on a, a little vacation, a mini vacation. Freedom. <laughs> mm -hmm. But in two weeks, and actually this timing is perfect, Fro, because mm -hmm. when we come back in two weeks, we are going to preview Forbidden Door. What? A yeah. Forbidden Door? Wow. So we will have the entire card ready by the time we come back. Well, hopefully, yes. <laughs> we should. <laughs> we should. <laughs> we should. So... On that note, everybody have a good week. Uh, actually, have a good couple of weeks. And come back next week. Or not next week, but in two weeks. For another episode. <laughs> two weeks. We promise. Two weeks, it's yes. Not, it's not next week. Exactly. We promise. It is two weeks. For another episode of that wrestling show. The podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And as always, wrestle on. Wrestle on.